Viktor Frankl said, Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's way. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson. Stay tuned for the next hour as Sue explores the human psyche, what makes us tick and how to live better, more fulfilled and more meaningful lives. Only on 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson on 101.9 High FM on the Finding Human program. And my guest today is Leanne Jackson, my beloved daughter-in-law. And our topic is helping those in need is not charity, it is humanity. The program today we dedicated with honor and love to Sean Kopolovsky. And it is also an acknowledgement of the birthday and the tireless work and caring of Dennis Rachel. You pronounce it, please. Rasakela. And the Mandela, Mandela Day Charity 2022, which was done in both of their honors. And Leanne is going to tell us about this. It's uh, uh, very interesting. If you want to actually see the YouTube of this, please look up uh, Mandela Day Charity 2022 and Leanne Jackson, and you'll see it there. It's really worth looking at the beautiful faces of the children. Now, Leanne, please tell me, you you got involved with this, but let me go first before that to what made you decide to do this and also why, um, who were the packers of all the gifts? Well, firstly, Sue, thank you for having me on your show as always. It's always a privilege to be here. Um, and it's always a privilege to talk about special people and uh, who we did uh, Mandela Day in honor of. So firstly, yes, we... the. Um, the packing that we actually did for the Mandela Day was done by Sean Kopolovsky's family and friends um, as on the, the 20th, uh, the 16th of July, 17th of July, sorry, it, uh, was three years that um, Sean had his accident with the bees. And um, so we always do something every year in his honor. So we got together his family and friends. We organized all the stuff for Mandela Day and they came together to do all the packing in his honor. Then um, the other person is, as you say, Dennis Rasakela. Uh, Dennis is a man that I met two year, over two years ago. Uh, every year, I generally always get involved in the Santa boxes and uh, dealing with various communities. And um, in December 2020, my good friend Robert Schluckler's dad had passed away that year. And we decided to do something in his memory. And in November, he was turning 70. And we decided that's what we're going to do our Santa boxes on. So our goal was to raise money to make up 70 Santa boxes filled with clothes, underwear, toiletries, stationery, with everything. And, um, now who was this for? So, the, no, so this was, this was in, in memory of, of Robin's dad. So yeah. what happened is I phoned the organization that does the Santa boxes and I said to them, this year I want a group of 70 people because this is now what we're doing. Me being OCD, it's like it had to be 70. <laughs> couldn't be more, couldn't be less. Uh, I wanted a, a community where we could physically go in and hand out 70 boxes. So, of course, we couldn't get to the 70. And the closest, the lady said, was this wonderful man, Dennis Russell in Tembisa, who looks after 52 children. So my calculation was, okay, there's 52 children. The adults that look after is six, and we were still left with 12. So the lady who from the organization said, I can do 12 boxes for her kids. So we got to the 70 boxes, and that is where I got to meet Dennis. And that was the first year that we went in 
two ten bees. So where Dennis lives, and we handed out the seventy boxes. We had a party. We so let's go back a little bit. What was your first meeting like with Dennis? Well, so Dennis came to my house the one day actually to meet me in person, and uh, I mean, right from there, this, this, I mean, he just blew me away. Um, his first words to me was that. He has got absolutely nothing material. He doesn't own anything, but he's the luckiest person in the world because he has got so many children that love him. And let me tell you, when you go into Simbisa and you see hundreds of children love Dennis, mm. uh, a special, special person who devotes his life to children. And that's, and that's, that's what he does. So from our meeting in December 2020, um, of meeting Dennis and meeting the children and what he does, I've never, ever looked back, and this is who I have continued to look after and help, is Dennis. Now, Dennis, uh, I remember you saying that Dennis and his partner, Mondi, have three children of their own. So how did they go on to have, you know, all these other children that you were packing boxes for? So, yes, yeah, so they've got three children of their own, and then they are they adopted another ten. <laughs> so they've got 13 children that are theirs. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Uh, but is, that wasn't enough, so it, uh, they've taken on another 42 children. And these 42 children do have parents and families in Tembisa, but they're not very well looked after. Um, all the money that they get from the government, the grants, unfortunately, the parents use for themselves. And so, Dennis, they provide a safe haven for them. They feed people mm-hmm. these now 55 children. They feed them. Does he go out looking for these children or do they come to him? What happens? They all come to him because they all know that Dennis Dennis will do anything to feed these children. Dennis will do anything to look after the children. Um, I mean, out of the 55, there's 29 that are HIV positive. Dennis looks after them, takes them to the doctor, gives them their medicines. So trust me, Dennis, as Dennis said, his biggest wish is to have a huge house. He would take on every child in Tembisa. So... With those 55 that he looks after, I mean, during COVID, he was still trying to feed another two, 300, um, whatever donations or food he was getting. He used to stand in the middle of the field in Tembisa and try and feed as many children, not interested in feeding the adults, <laughs> but everything for the kids. And, and that's what Dennis is about. Oh. And, and Lee, I mean, you yourself say that you are very OCD. I can actually attest to that, that when you put your mind to it, your OCD is wonderful, the way it works. You you don't leave a, a stone unturned looking for ways to help. And, I mean, I know that my son Mark is Santa most, <laughs> <laughs> most yeah, most uh, at the Santa boxes, and he loves being with all those little children and faces. But um, with with Dennis, is he in a, a, a home big enough for these children? No. So it's very interesting to actually go there and see. I mean, Dennis lives in Tembisa in kind of a really call it a house, but it is, it's a home that Dennis actually built himself where they basically got three very small bedrooms, a tiny kitchen and um, uh, like a little storeroom. And then there's a classroom because Dennis runs a school from his house as well. And mm. it's a school from... Uh, from like play school to grade R, I mean, where there must be over 30 children. And Dennis teaches them. So Dennis has educated himself because for Dennis, besides feeding the children and looking after them and giving love, education is his biggest thing. And so that's, I mean, all of this fits into this little house. I mean, as far as a bathroom, that does not exist. I mean, you go outside and there's a few little small buckets on the floor and 
That's what they use as a toilet. Amazing. And, you know, you talk about Dennis educating himself. Uh, Leora uh, Kopolovsky and Dennis were going to be on our program with us today, but both couldn't come. Um, unfortunately, we send our love to both of them. Dennis uh, was doing a course. So it was probably a first aid course, gosh. And he would have liked to have been here. Now, tell me about the how you actually got Leora involved with this particular Nelson Mandela Day. As I said, you know, I mean, Leora, it was the three-year anniversary of her husband, Sean, who, who was stung by bees and who is still in a coma. And so every day on... On that day, on the anniversary, we always try to do something. And Leora always wants to do something in honor of Sean. And I see it was put on Facebook in honor of Khan Shmirio, Halevi, Ben Rochel Malka. Let's all come together, have a lachaim, and get pack, gift packs to be handed out to 160 children on Mandela Day. All contents will be supplied. Please feel free to bring cupcakes to be handed out with the packs. So, where were they doing all this packing? So they were doing it at Leora's house where we had uh, everything set up. So with all the different ages, the OCD side, the different ages, <laughs> the color-coded. You know, got everything ready. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so we basically, I mean, in each pack, each child got a juice. They got a packet of chips. They got chocolates. They got sweets. They got two toys. Um, and how it came about is Dennis, being special as Dennis is, it was Dennis's birthday on the same day. Uh, and Dennis's message to me was my queen sister, because that's what Dennis calls me, is please make my wish come true. All he wants for his birthday, especially that it's on Mandela Day, is to spoil as many children as he can into this. And not the normal 55 that we spoil and we look after on a continuous basis, but all the others that Dennis wishes he could look after all the time. So I said, so when Dennis said that, I said, well, how many kids are we looking looking at? And he said, unlimited, which I said, okay, no, we can't do unlimited because it's a bit of a problem. We need a number. So Dennis said to me, okay, at least 160. So we did. We organized packs for 160 kids. So everything was at Leora's house where family and friends came and they were doing all the packs. We had beautiful stickers made, which was in honor of Sean and Dennis. And they pre-packed. Um, you know, we had asked I've just finished that. When asked at the last minute to bring cupcakes, I mean, we collected over 400 cupcakes. It was amazing. We'll get back to the cupcakes shortly. Thank you, Craig. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson, only on 101.9 High FM. This is Sue Jackson on the Finding Human program on 101.9 High FM. And I'm back with my daughter-in-law, Leanne Jackson, and we are talking about how it's not charity, it's humanity. And right now, you're going to be listening to a very short YouTube by Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs mm-hmm. on love as deed. There's a very interesting Hebrew word, chesed. Again, it's not really a word that you can translate. It's usually translated as loving kindness. But what exactly is loving kindness? The word chesed actually means love, but it's the love we do as opposed to the love we feel. And you know, every time you read in the Bible about Boaz reaching out to Ruth or Rebecca giving uh, Eliezer a drink and then giving his camels to drink and so on, 
all of those things are chesed, meaning love is deed. And somehow that's the kind of love that matters, isn't it? That's the kind of love that changes lives. It's when we see the lonely and we reach out a welcome, when we see the hungry and say, come and eat with me, share my food. Let's just eat together. That is love as deed. And I think it's the very Jewish thing, because the Greeks knew about love as an emotion, love as platonic state, all sorts of things. In Judaism, we said, yeah, that's nice. But the love that changes lives is the love we do. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson, only on 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson, and I'm back with Leanne Jackson. And if you'd like to SMS us or telegram us, please SMS us on 34519 or telegram us on 061-895-1019. We are talking about uh, helping those in need is not charity. It is humanity. And as Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs has just said, the love that changes lives is the love we do. And Buddha said, if you light a lamp for someone else, it will also brighten your path. So, Leanne, we were talking about uh, Dennis, and you you are busy with the charity that feeds all his children and helps his children. How do you manage the finances for that? So, it is, I mean, because every, we help Dennis on an ongoing basis. Um, what do you mean ongoing well, basis? Well, I basically collect money on an ongoing basis. Uh, there are some amazing people in our community that I don't even know, that I've never met. But every month they deposit money into the account to help Dennis and Dennis's kids. Um, we really, I mean, we've got an amazing community and some special people. I mean, without them, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. And do you control it? Yes. So, yes. So, Dennis, I mean, Dennis and I have an agreement because if whatever I give Dennis, Dennis will use. And that was the problem is I would deliver bags and bags of food and these 300 kids would all get fed. And, you know, the one day Dennis came to me because one of his kids said to him, you know, Dad, you really need to look after us first before you can, you can't look after everyone. And, uh, so I keep everything. I monitor everything. Um, Dennis knows whatever Dennis needs, when he needs it, he messages me. He does not take advantage at all. In fact, often I have to say, Dennis, are you sure you've got everything? No, he's starving. So I I have an office at my house where I keep all the food, I keep clothes, I keep whatever I collect. I'm always asking people whatever they want to get rid of. I promise you it is gold to Dennis. What we think is rubbish, Dennis will do anything to get money for the children. So mm-hmm. whatever Dennis can sell, Dennis cleans people's gardens. So, yes, yeah, so we continue on a continuous basis to try and raise money that we can help feed. I mean, you know, I mean, we know what it's like to feed just two kids. I mean, poor Dennis has to feed at least 55. Mm-hmm. You know, so we also, uh, our generous husband and Harry from Robot Industrial, they sponsor every month Dennis for all cleaning materials. He gets all the cleaning stuff, toilet paper, all of that gets given to Dennis as well. So mm-hmm. we try and do whatever we can help just to make their lives easier. And, you know, as I've said to Dennis, you know, as long as people are giving, I can do it. Um, you know, obviously I know that it's times are tough and, you know, so people stop, then unfortunately I can't help Dennis. So whatever I can do to help Dennis, I mean, I've trained Dennis where 
I collect all plastic bottles and tins for recycling. And I've now shown him, I've taken Dennis to the recycle place where he uses that. And I mean, he gets 200 rand and he's over the moon. So to just try and teaching ways of actually, you know, making money and, uh, you know, for himself and for the children. So as I say, this is an ongoing thing that we do. And as long as I can, I will always support Dennis and kids because you've got to meet Dennis to understand. It's just a really, really special human being. Do you believe it was a soul connection when you met him? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's just, you know, I always believe everything happens for a reason. And as I say, you know, for the last few years, I'm always doing different things, different uh, communities. But for me, Dennis is something I'll never give up on Dennis. Um, it's, he's just, it's just, I mean, appreciation, the love when you meet these children. It, it, it is. There's, there's nothing more rewarding. And I think, you know, if anyone, Dennis really deserves everything because really what, what he gives these kids is just, is just unbelievable. So let's go back to the packing for, for the actual party. So that was done at uh, Leora Kopilovsky's house yeah. with her family, with Sean's parents, I suppose, were there, and his family were there. It was family and friends. Fra and friends. And do you think they all enjoyed the packing? You were there as well. Yeah. What? Tell me about so, that. Yes. No, so I, I actually was away for the time. So, I mean, I got there towards the end. So I wasn't actually there the full time that the people were there but I know that but you had got everything ready was, yes no <laughs> <laughs> and no it was I think I think uh for Leora I mean Leora's son was away on Hadrika at the time but I know for her daughter she was was very hard and uh but for the friends and family I think it's 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 really important because I know I know from all the charities I've done you know whenever there's it is it's a sad day it's three years that this happened but to do stuff in honor of someone else can only uplift the soul so I think it's very, very important, and I know that you're appreciated it. And um, so, how many cupcakes did people actually bring? Well, I mean, we decided that at the last minute, actually. And I mean, I mean, I probably, I, I, I didn't even count, but all I know is my boot was absolutely filled, and I'm, and thank God it was because I wish when Dennis had asked me to do unlimited packs, I wish I had because. The 160 kids that we thought turned into, I promise you, three or four hundred. And that, and that always, Dennis knows for me to, to leave any child out, it totally oh, breaks my heart. Heartbreaking. So, thank God there was another company who had also met Dennis, because whoever meets Dennis loves Dennis, who had a few other sweet packs from Leora's friends and family. We had lots of packets of fizzes and whatever. So we, we made sure that every child got something. So when it came to the cupcakes, thank God, they, you know, every child got one. Um, you know, what was really actually sad about it is because Dennis actually stood up and spoke before we handed out the cupcakes. And these other 300 or 400, I'm not even sure, children were not Dennis's normal children. What, did they just arrive? Yeah, these are the ones that Dennis tries to feed. So oh. even if it's once, once a month, uh, we'll, 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 we, you know, we provide like, soup packs and Dennis will have something on the field. These kids know that Dennis tries to feed them. So Dennis had explained that the last meal that these kids had had was the morning before he managed to give them a slice of bread. They had oh, not been fed, no. but it's, it's heartbreaking. And it's, it's so heartbreaking. Cold. So that was their last meal. So when it came to handing out these cupcakes, and what I then realized is half the, and it broke my heart, half these children were hiding the cupcake under their legs to pretend that they didn't have one. Oh. And you know, you know, and you think, but for me, it was just heartbreaking. And then, then you've got, so now we thought we had run out and there were all the older kids, which was amazing. They turned around and said, please worry about the younger ones. We, you know, leave us for last if there isn't Isn't enough. Amazing. amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, you know, thank God we did manage to hand out to everyone. I had brought 
extra little cars and little toys. So we made sure that every child got something because, wow. no, for me, any child left out and that breaks my heart. So, and I must put if, if whoever wants to watch that video, I said just, just now go on to Mandela Day 2022, Leanne Jackson, and you'll see these little faces. And you know, it reminds me of something that Nelson Mandela uh, said as you're talking, Leanne. And he said, there can be no greater gift than that of giving one's time and energy to help others without expecting anything in return. And if you think about those little faces, uh, what, did, what did you feel that you got in return? Oh, so you know what? I've always said, you know, I've always even just given an example of on the side of the road, giving a beggar a sandwich. And for them, it's gold. It's, it really is gold. But for what it does for your soul, totally outweighs it. And I couldn't have said it better myself. I asked a very good friend of mine, Siobhan, who, even though she works hard, she will always give up work to be there for, for things like this because she knows what it does. And I actually asked her, you know, what she gets out of it. And, I mean, exactly what she said. She says, we always come prepared to be the ones who give the cupcakes, the sweets, the toys, all of the treats. But we can never be prepared for what we get back. A simple connection with another human being, eye contact, holding hands, a big hug, the reminder that we all have a responsibility to help wherever we can, a recognition of those who dedicate their lives to helping and a deep gratitude for the opportunities and support we have in our own lives. Wow. So I couldn't have said it better myself because, I mean, you have to come out of there feeling uplifted. You know, it, it, you know, you think, oh, it's so depressing. A lot of people don't want to. But let me tell you, it is, it is really the most rewarding. I look at my children. You know, anyone who's got uh, hormonal teenagers will tell you they're not, they're not interested in anything but themselves, you know. And, and their phones. Well, they're, they're not interested. But let me tell you, when my kids know we're doing this, they are up and they are there. We spend five hours and they absolutely love it. They come out of it just feeling so good about themselves and just so appreciative, even though it might not last forever, but <laughs> so grateful for what we have. And, you know, and, and do they the bring friends? Do they also? always bring friends and most of their friends land up, you know, leave crying and it is, but they love it. And crying with joy yeah. and sadness well, for what exactly other for people what, don't have. You know, my kids are that because they've been doing it so long, they walk out of there feeling uplifted. Mm. Um, and I think the more that you do it, the more you will be uplifted. You cannot not be uplifted. Mm. Um, it really is the most rewarding. So that's why for me, it's so easy to give charity, but to actually be there, to physically give it out. Absolutely. Um, is, 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 is basically for me what it's all about. Well, you know, just to quote Nelson Mandela again, considering this was Mandela Day as well, he said, what counts in life is not the mere fact that we have lived. It is what difference we have made to the lives of others that will determine the significance of the life we lead. And as you're talking and as I'm thinking, I mean, even on that video, my grandchildren's faces are there. And I was uplifted just seeing those little children. But to see my own grandchildren involved uh, just meant so much to me, uh, knowing that they were reaching out to others who were so, you know, so impoverished. And in their life, this was actually a gift to their own lives. And um, just tell me about um, going into, when you go into Tempisa, because I'm sure a lot of people say, no, we're scared, we mm. don't want to go in. And I remember seeing the one, one time you went in for Santa boxes, 
with my son dressed up as Santa. And, <laughs> and the kids were singing on the side of the road and there was music blaring and what have you. It was such fun. But I'm sure quite a few people actually didn't want to go in because they were scared. So that is people's first, uh, you know, their first thought is to go in there. And I must be honest, even the first time I was going in there, I, I, I don't have any fear, which might be a bit of a problem. But in fact, I think the first time we went, there was my husband that said, you know, we, we, I think we need to take security, which we did. But Dennis, Dennis has explained to me, and you've got to understand, I mean, Timbisa is huge, and I know there are parts that are different, but just where Dennis stays, Dennis said, Dennis is known as the king. No one starts with Dennis. Uh, <laughs> Dennis can be really, can, yeah, Dennis can, can be trusted and the, every, all the parents and the people know Dennis is in charge. So, I mean, we don't just drive in ourselves. What we do is we always meet at the garage just outside um, the, the location and Dennis drives us through. And not for one minute ever do you actually feel unsafe. It is really, it's just, it's, Yes, you have the, you know, the onlookers that aren't involved in this, but I can't explain that it's just all these kids are there. Um, you know, Dennis and all the caretakers that look after the kids and there is just so much love and just, it, it's amazing. It's, I don't ever really feel unsafe at all. It's mm, a, it's a, it's an area that is just, you can just feel the love wherever you go. It's, you can feel it. Isn't that wonderful? You know, I, I just on that note about uh, feeling the love and experiencing not fear but laughter mm. funny enough, and what humor can actually do for you i told the the story a few weeks ago on this on this program about um me being in a traffic jam on louis on young smuts and uh which for those who don't know it's a major intersection a major road and you come up to major intersections we call them robots you would probably call other other countries, you would call them um, traffic lights. And there was this queue ahead of me, at least three kilometers. And I, I was going to be late for the my meeting. And I started doing this tapping exercise, which is for anxiety. And I'm, I'm getting more, more and more good at it, especially as in South Africa, we are experiencing load shedding. And load shedding can happen at any time. And when it does happen, all our robots, our intersections, our traffic lights go out as well. And there is mayhem on the road, absolute mayhem. Anyway, so I was stuck in this traffic and I was on the right-hand side. There was a car on my left. I was on the left-hand side. There, were, there was a two-lane and there were two lanes coming towards us. So I was on the uh, right-hand side of my lane. And all of a sudden, a taxi full of people pulled up next to me. If it wasn't for my my um, mirror on on the side of my car, they would have actually wiped my door out. So that's how close they were. And I started tapping away. My head, if, if any of you know the tapping technique or you don't, please look it up. It's fantastic for anxiety and for load shedding. <laughs> Leanne's laughing at me because she knows the story. So I started tapping away on my, my chin and my head and my 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 face and my hands and all of a sudden I felt someone looking at me and I look up and the taxi uh, passenger was right next to me. Uh, literally probably, I could, well, I could have put my hand out and, and tapped his face anyway, but there I was tapping my face instead. And he was looking at me in absolute awe. I mean, well, not awe, but I would say couldn't actually quite believe that this old gobo was tapping away. So he started tapping too. 
So I then, I was tapping the top of my head. I then tapped my, my um, forehead and he tapped his forehead. Then I tapped my chin and he tapped his chin. By that stage, I noticed that the other people who were sitting at the back of the taxi were hanging over themselves to try and, try and look at this old girl doing this tapping exercise as well. And they got involved as well. So eventually we were all tapping away and laughing. We were all by that stage laughing. So that when this traffic started to move, the taxi, of course, cut straight in front of me. The only one not laughing was the taxi driver. And he cut straight in front of me. But the rest of us were laughing, waving goodbye to each other and carrying on tapping. So I think that so much of what we do in our lives, Lee, is something that we can change if we look from different lenses. Instead of looking from a lens of the other or fear or anger, we can change that to a time of, you know, this is actually, this is funny. And when I told this story before, I was asked to, to please tell it again because it's such a South African story. And it really is. Thank you, Craig. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson, only on 101.9 High FM. We are now going to be listening to a very short you by uh, Nelson Mandela. Many people regard you as a personification of Ubuntu. What do you understand Ubuntu to be? In the old days, when we were young, <clears throat> a traveler through a country would stop at a village <clears throat> and uh, he didn't have to ask for food or for water. Once he stops, the people give him food, entertain him. That is one aspect of Ubuntu, but it will have various aspects. Ubuntu does not mean that people should not enrich themselves. The question, therefore, is, are you going to do so in order to enable the community around you uh, to be able to improve? These are the important things in life. And if one can do that, we have done something very important which will be appreciated. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson, only on 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson, and I'm back on the Finding Human program with Leanne Jackson on 101.9 High FM. If you want to SMS us, you can on 34519. Now, that Ubuntu um, actually is the spirit of Ubuntu is essentially to be humane and to ensure that human dignity is always at the core of your actions, thoughts and deeds when interacting with others. And it actually reminds me when uh, Nelson Mandela said that, um, you know, it, it is to, to welcome others, to welcome strangers even. Um, our forefather Abraham stood at the entrance to his tent in the scorching heat, waiting to welcome the strangers. And that was Ubuntu. Now, Leanne, going back to you, I would like to actually find out from you what what it mean, meant to you that day and what else you actually did when you got there. What what did it entail? So, yes, so that uh, it, it was very different to what we normally do when we go into dinners because normally it's always about dinners, the caretakers and the 55 children. 
so this was a large amount of kids. There was another company who had met Dennis who also decided to partake because, as I said, anyone who meets Dennis will, will do what they can. I mean, just to tell you quickly that a few years, two years ago, a 21-year-old um, who had met Dennis, instead of having a 21st or getting presents, mm-hmm. raised money and bought Dennis a car. Gosh, so that's yes. so. so Dennis has got Dennis's little car that um, Dennis drives around thanks to this ever the special <laughs> girl is, but that's what people do. So, yes, yeah, so going in there, um, they they had firstly there was a jumping castle, which was probably my best because between me, Siobhan, Rob, and my kids, we all got on and we jumped on it. I don't know when the last time we jumped on a jumping castle, it was great. We took our shoes off and we actually got involved with the kids and we were jumping with them. And I mean, the that was on the YouTube. Yes, well, that I just captured all these faces. I mean, it was such, it was something like that. It was just such a treat for them. So that was wonderful. There was a for the older kids. There was a there was a company there who. Uh, bought soccer balls and was doing soccer and games with them. All the y- other young little kids, there were tables with all colouring in books that were helping the kids colour and Aww. just play with them. That was in between picking up the, these very little ones because when you do, they don't want you to let them go. I mean, it's after I brought half of them home with us, but um, <laughs> I mean, amazing. Um, and then because there were so many more kids and we were worried about the food, uh, a company had actually gone out and must have bought, I don't know, loaves of bread and salami. So we spent a good hour actually making probably about 200 sandwiches, <laughs> extra sandwiches, just to make sure these kids were all That's fed. been flexible. Yeah, and then, you know, and then, yeah, then the kids, as always, like they do, they sang and they danced. Um, I mean, Dennis, because Dennis organizes everything. Dennis even organized the mayor of Ekaleni to arrive, oh. uh, to come and show around Dennis's house and to actually hand out all the packs to the kids. Yeah, it was five hours of, it was just, it was pure delight, just pure delight, just to, just to see the appreciation of absolutely everything that you do or you give to these children that our kids or all of us, we take, you know, we take advantage, we take for granted. Um, And I think for me, that's always the biggest thing. You know, when you, um, you know, when you're even telling your story and talking about um, power cuts and load shedding and you know, times are tough and uh, we're living in a society where there's just so much negativity around. And for me, I know there's only one way for me to step out of it, and that's the charity I do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I, I had to catch myself the other day because, I mean, and I've got to generate and I still have the cheek to moan about the power cuts. You know, you really feel <laughs> terrible. But like, even in the shower the other day or when the one day we didn't have hot water and it was like, oh, my God, I had to have a freezing cold shower. And I actually turned around to my husband and I said, you know, so every morning I have that hot shower, I turn around and I, I have gratitude because these people, Dennis, I mean, this is how they live every day of their lives. There's no, there's no nothing. And, uh, yeah, we really need to just understand that and to appreciate how lucky we are. And for me, that's what this charity does. It really uplifts me and uh, whatever I can give, I will do. That's fantastic, Leah. Um, um, uh, a message has just come through from Judy Moritz who happens to be uh, uh, related through marriage to you. And she says, what a privilege and honor to listen to both of you. What a a magic show. Kisses Judy Moritz. And then another message from from Shira Jackson in Israel. Please, can you give out the bank info? I would like to get people in Israel to donate. Um, Lee, you're an inspiration, Shira. Oh, thank you. And you know what? Actually, I mean, I had a very good friend in America who actually did that a while ago, who actually collected and also put in. So, you know, it's, there's so many ways. And I think, you know, 
I mean, if you can, rather just give out my number and people can contact me. I mean, I always I'll say... I'll put it onto the High FM. Um, we'll give it shortly. Craig's just telling me that we're going to break. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson, only on 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson on the Finding Human program on 101.9 High FM. And my guest today is Leanne Jackson, and the time is going so quickly. And we're now going to be listening to another very short YouTube by Nelson Mandela. And I only wish he was uh, alive today to actually reiterate this message was done in October 1994, the United Nations, and it's a call to action for democracy, peace, and prosperity. Thank you, Craig. The happiness of the human being must, in any society, be an end in itself. The empowerment of the ordinary people of our world, freely to determine their destiny, unhindered by tyrants and dictators, is at the very heart of the reason for the existence of this organization. The great challenge of our age to the United Nations organization is to answer the question, given the interdependence of the nations of the world, what is it that we can and must do to ensure that democracy, peace, and prosperity prevail everywhere? Our common humanity and the agency of the knock on the door of this great edifice demand that we must attempt even the impossible. This is Finding Human with Sue Jackson, only on 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson, and I'm back on the Finding Human program with Leanne Jackson, and you're listening to 101.9 High FM, and you've just heard Nelson Mandela, and what he said was, our common humanity is to attempt the impossible. So, Lee, I know we're going to be called to wrap up shortly, so I would like to know, what is next for you? So next, as I say, it's Dennis. Dennis all the way, and next is, it's, it's an ongoing, so it's not waiting for the next uh, Mandela Day or Santa Shoebox. I do this as an ongoing. And you know what, what I love about it is I often get phone calls from people wanting their kids to do charity work in honor of their birthdays or for their bat mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs, or adults wanting to do charity in honor of their birthdays instead of gifts. And this I actually love. Um, I make it special for everyone, and I get them all involved, where it's either making soup packs, collecting blankets, toys, soup pictures. I mean, there is so much that one can do to contribute and make a difference. Um, and, you know, I have my office, well, it used to be my office outside, which is now my charity room. And I, I ask people that I'm always asking, you know, if anyone's got old clothes, old shoes, old toys, anything that you're wanting to get rid of, I promise you what for you would be thrown in the bin for Dennis's gold. Um, and, uh, you know, when you get the, when my number's posted, please, at any time, anyone who wants to get involved or do anything in honor, um, I'm so happy to help. It's my absolute pleasure because I know what it does for my soul and um, give it a try. I'll do the same for you. Absolutely. What a wonderful, wonderful thought. Lee, just give us your phone number if you don't mind it going out on podcast. Yes, so 082 Okay, so you will pick that up on the podcast as well. 
And I just want to say that if you want to listen to this or you want to uh, re-listen to it, the podcasts are always posted again tonight, and it will come up on High FM Finding Human uh, or on tomorrow. By tomorrow, it comes out on YouTube and uh, a Sue Jackson podcast. And I am being told to start wrapping up. We do have a song for you by the Maccabees one day. And, um, but I'd like to just, um, say to Leanne, Lee, honestly, it's been a pleasure having you on my program today. I did start by saying you're a much adored, uh, daughter-in-law. And I might add, she also keeps me, um, on track too. If I do something wrong, she, she puts me right. <laughs> I appreciate her honesty with that. <laughs> and, um, and really what you do is, is mind blowing. It honestly is. And when I look at that YouTube, I find tears rolling down my face, uh, just seeing those little children. And I can imagine what it does to your soul because it certainly uplifts mine just to know that this is being done and there are people doing this for people who are so much less fortunate than we are. Well, it is, you know, so many people say, oh, I wish I could do what you do. And I promise you, everyone can do it. I, I'm, I'm no different. I, as I say, it, it's because of our community and it's the generous people and that give, you know, give every month for this cause. It's the only reason I can do what I do. And so anyone can and anyone can get involved. It, 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 it literally, once you do it, you'll never turn back. And thank you, Sue, as always, for having me on your show. It's always a book. Just before you go, what do you put into the little soup packs? Yeah, so well, if, if we do the soup packs during winter, we actually get these premixes, which has all got like the healthy um, lentils and beans and all, you know, a, a very dry, yes, dry stuff. Yes. And we actually we actually prepack those a, a certain measurement, and we add in a soup mix, a, a, like a, a cup of soup and a stock. And a little bag like that, which really doesn't look big, can actually feed, I mean, like six people a healthy, healthy meal. So those go a long way. And because it's actually got all healthy vacuums in that end, it's healthy for all the kids and they love it. So we do that on an ongoing basis. And then do you go in to go and take it to to Dennis or does Dennis collect it? Well, often Dennis will come collect it hand it out to other people because I I, I often have a lot of soup to bake and, um, even just driving around to the car and it out to beggars along the street. Hmm. Fantastic. I mean, the thought of handing it out to beggars on the street. We could all do that, actually. Oh, we so could easy. all make up these little packs and easy. hand them out. Craig's telling me to wrap up. I would like to thank you, Craig, so much for keeping me on air and Wussy and Makundi. And I'll end with this, which is a, a, a Jewish saying from the Mishnah, from uh, Pirkei Avot. Deeds of giving are the very foundations of the world. May we all keep giving, keep reaching out to others, and let's all heal a fractured world. We're ending with a song by the Maccabees called One Day. Sometimes I lay under the moon and thank God I'm breathing. And I pray, don't take me soon. 
I am here for a reason. Sometimes in my tears I drown, but I never let it get me down. So when negativity surrounds, I know someday it'll all turn around because all my life I've been waiting for, I've been praying for, for the people to say that we don't want to fight no more. There'll be no more war, and our children will play one day. Souls of the innocent, blood transparent, keep on moving though the water stand raging. In this maze, you can lose your way, your way. It might drive you crazy, but don't let it face you no way, no way. Sometimes in my tears I drown, I drown, but I never let it get me down. So when negativity surrounds. Oh,